The year is 2014. We have a group of excited German young adults adventuring the country of Bulgaria. One soccer, bite, one soccer bar fight, some cheap doctor visits, some wacky meds, one airport visit, and one of them does not make it home. This is a story of Lars Matink. Welcome back to Hooters, episode three, where we talk about our favorite chicken wings, cheap well, restaurant. That's not, it's, it's Gucci's. Gucci's? Oh. My bad. Welcome back to Gucci's, where we talk about scary stories, weird disappearances, while attempting to make you laugh at the same time. We are joined by Clinton, who, fun fact, won most likely to create a funny podcast in high school. Boy, were they wrong. We're also joined by Jake, who actually rigged the voting system in Clem's high school. What a good guy. Last but not least, we are joined by me, Carter, voted most likely to help Clinton create a successful podcast. Thank God for him, am I right? Carter, if I would have went to the same school as you, I'd have burnt it down. All right, how we how we feeling today, fellas? I feel pretty good. Dude, we've been we all been drinking, and we've been drinking this raspberry Smirnoff. We made some Moscow mules. We got some ginger beer in this bitch, and we're also drinking these pumpkin beers that Jake brought over from Denver Bruco. The Hey Pumpkin. Hey, well, that's a pretty cute name. That sounds like a name that's gonna wear like a cardigan and those knee high boots and take photos of the pumpkin patch. You're like, listen, I'm just trying to get a pumpkin. Could you get the fuck out of the way? Yeah, and some people say. You know, pumpkin beer isn't, you know, pumpkin's not supposed to go in beer. It's more like the pumpkin spice, like the spices you put in pumpkin pie and stuff. But you know what? It makes me feel pretty. It does. And that's all I got to say about that. Good. Good. Yeah, do you guys still carve pumpkins every year? Fuck no. Yep. We do. You you don't carve? No. Why? I live in an apartment. Just put some newspapers down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could. I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Do you think people carve pumpkins outside? Well, I mean, not necessarily carved. Well, I'm not going to put it in my fucking apartment hallway. Pumpkins are meant to be outside once they're carved. Yeah, I guess that's true. Oh, that is true. That is true. You can do it for your pleasure. Ribbed for your pleasure. Oh. That's what I'm talking about. As always, Carter makes sense. <laughs> so uh, so we're, we just want to remind you guys to follow us on Instagram at Gucci's Podcast, at, on Twitter at Gucci's Podcast, and feel free to send us of funny stories or drink recommendations at Gucci's Podcast at gmail.com. I know for every email we get, we're sending one saucy pick of Carter. That's still going on. That's not stopping, baby. You send us those emails, we'll send you them saucy picks. Like, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you get podcasts. Oh, fuck yeah. I got cans of whipped cream ready. What? For the pictures. Oh. All right. <laughs> 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 Maybe you get a pumpkin pie. That's what we're Accessories, yeah, boy. Yeah, so episode three, we got a new logo, too. It's pretty classy. We got some shot glasses made. We're, uh, we're legit. We're going, we're, we're going clean. So today we're talking about Lars Matank, a weird disappearance that happened in Bulgaria. And Lars Matank was... Doesn't that sound like a porn star? Lars Matank? It'd be funny if it was Lars Matank. Or Lars McSpank. Ooh. Ooh. That's really classic. Rest in peace. 
What do you mean rescue? Oh, yeah, he's, he's a not victim. Yet. He's a victim. <laughs> yeah, his his mom is too. We want to say that at the beginning. We don't want to be insensitive. These people are all victims of a terrible tragedy and a weird disappearance. It's it's terrible. Lars Mspank is a cool name. Lars Mspank is a cool name. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, for sure. It's not cool. It's Buck Naked. That's a pretty good name. That's a good Buck name. Naked. Yeah. That's yeah, what George, I like it. I George like Costanza it. wanted to be Buck Naked on Seinfeld. That was like his big thing. He wants to be Buck. Naked. Really? Yeah. Huh. Back in the nineties, Carter. Before you were made. I was in the 90s. I was 97, baby. 97? 97. Damn, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. People, <laughs> people are driving Hondas around that are older than you, Carter, and they're running perfect. What's your excuse? God, dude, I'm a stallion out there. I don't know what you're yeah, talking Carter about. Is, By dude. people, he means Clint. <laughs> dude, Clint drives a Honda, and he looks like a Honda. I, <laughs> I drove a Toyota in college, and I wish I had never sold that thing. That thing ran great. I mean, it's still out there. Or the Russian kid I sold it to died the same day. There's no either. <laughs> it's, no, it's either or, dude. There's no in between. He either died in the desert that day, the car broke down on his way back to Lake Powell, where he was working at a resort, or he's still driving it to this day. There's no, he paid me $1,000 in 10s and 20s. And it's pretty suspicious, bro. He took a bus here. He took a bus here from Bullfrog near Lake Powell. He took a bus here. Then he took from the bus station. He took a cab to pay me in tens and twenties. It was suspect. I should have reported him. Did I ever tell you I met someone from Lake Powell? <laughs> She's like, "There's more herpes that fly around than the mosquitoes." I was like, "No, don't tell me that." Ooh, was she coming on to you? That's a weird pickup line. It was. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> Carter got bones. Carter got bones. All right. guys with honey. Oh. So he's he's born in 1986. Lars Matank. He was an only child. He loved sports, and he became a precision engineer. And he worked at GEF Suez Power Power Plant. So he was working on like small engines and stuff. When I hear precision precision engineer, I think he's like. Making like flashlights or something. Like, <laughs> what is he so precision? It's that serious. But he's working on small engines. And homeboy fucking loves his job. He loves his job, dude. And Lars's dad had a stroke two years before the, his disappearance. And his mother took a really good care of him. And Lars went home two and a half hours. He drove one way every weekend to help his mom out. That's a good son. Because I live two and a half hours away from my hometown. And I almost never go there because it smells like feet. Yeah, I live about 15 minutes away from my parents, and I see them maybe once a month. Twice a month, maybe. Sometimes more. It depends on what's going on. Damn. See, I got dedicated parents. I live like six hours away, and they see me like once every day. It explains a lot about you, Carter. They come see you. You're lovable, yeah, dude. (laughs) So, Lars uh, makes a trip to Bulgaria on June 30th, 2014. Carter, where were you in 2014? 2014. I was a junior in high school. So you were like listening, were you listening to LMFAO? Were you listening to Sexy and I Know It? I think I just discovered Kanye's graduation album then. Yeah, nice. And I realized how overhyped it was in 2007. Wow. When was Kid Cudi's shit out? Like two thousand eight. That, like, that was like my oh. eighth grade, bro. Yeah, that was my sophomore year. Yeah. Man too. on the Moon, that shit was good. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. And then you're in the pursuit of happiness. But dude, Kid Cudi's kind of depressing. Oh, it's so depressing. Yeah, that, it, it, yeah. He seems like in a depressing tone. Yeah, that, that guy is a uplifting way, though. It's, that's kind of true. And that's what he's going for. It's like stoner rap. Dude, this beer is so... I, we're already feeling kind of lit up, guys. It took us a while to set up our audio, as usual. So yeah, we're, it takes us... Like, it's as long to set up the audio it is to us to record, because we don't know what the fuck we're doing. If you guys have any helpful hints, Gucci's podcast at gmail.com. Holla at your boy. We're working on it. Yeah, and so his, his friends from high school... 
planned a trip to Golden Sands Resort. Golden Sands is the biggest upscale resort in Bulgaria. It's like the Mediterranean version of Ibiza. The song, you know what I mean? I took a pill in Ibiza. It's like that. Yeah. But it's not as touristy and there's not as much traffic. So it's like a little more exclusive and a bunch of German people partying. And I don't know if it's because of everything that happened in the 1940s. But when I hear German people partying, it makes me nervous. In Bulgaria, though? Yeah, they're all German. Bulgaria is relatively near. No. no we actually found out it's really... It's not like far away. Like it's like saying Oregon to maybe what? He was he was uh, Indiana. Like, he it's was like totally almost across the country. He was forty US. hours away by car from his house from where he lived. A bus. They said it would take him a, on a bus ride forty hours to go home. That's so long. All right, he's not close from Bulgaria. Yeah. No, dude. It was a. Uh, they had to fly a plane, so they flew yeah. a plane to Bulgaria, but then the airport from where they landed in Germany, like if they came back from Bulgaria, was about forty minutes. Yeah, but a, a bus would take 40 hours to go from Bulgaria. Oh, 40 hours? I thought you said 40 minutes. No, 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 no. You imagine being on a bus for 40 hours. Dude, 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 that's you a imagine being on a bus? When was the last a bus? Dude, <laughs> buses are pretty fucked up. I'm not saying... Yeah. Dude, when's the last time you were on a bus? I used to actually ride the Portland City bus when I was going to PSU last... Uh, not last year, two years ago. Did you like it? Yeah. Were there a lot of smelly people on the bus? Yeah. Dude, smelly people. What about Greyhound? Have you ever been on Greyhound? No, I've not. I've been on a Greyhound, and it smells like pee, and there's some shady fucking people. When were you on a Greyhound? I was on a Greyhound. I was just bullshitting. Uh, Dude, Greyhounds are sketchy, though, from whatever. I've I've had friends. Look at the people outside of the Greyhound bus station. I'm all people travel, but it's like, they look rough. And I'm not saying anything. It's just like, I don't know. They look kind of fucked up. It does kind of look rough, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, uh, he's in Varna. The city he's visiting, it's close there. The Golden Sands is is the third largest city in Bulgaria. And Lars really wasn't eating much, which was weird because the exclusive, the, the resort he went to was all-inclusive. So all the food and drink is paid for in their in their fee. And he just wasn't eating the free food, which is kind of odd. Yeah, you'd think you'd be balling out on the food. Yeah, it's like you ever go to Golden Corral and you're like, I'm getting my $14.99 worth. I'm going to fuck this place yeah, up. Yeah, but then you feel like, shit. Oh, yeah, dude. You have to, yeah. Yeah, dude, you're putting fish fillets in your pocket for later. You're like, I hope this is fucking good. I have pocket lint on this stuff. <laughs> I remember didn't in uh, fourth grade, didn't you eat so many fish fillets you got kicked out of Golden Corral? No, I wish. I wish that would have happened. <laughs> is that not... Did I just... No, I... That? Yeah, that's a fucked up story. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Why would I do that? We went to... What it was is... In fourth grade, if you read the most... If you read a bunch of pages, remember you got to go? What? You, if you read like a bunch of pages and you logged them. Oh, yeah. I, I got first place almost every... Yeah, course. you did. Yeah. You did. Clinton's just reading. He's like, this is for fucking <laughs> fish fillets, bro. I got to read. But I just went there with my family... And we just, I, I really liked them. I didn't get kicked out. Dude, they have fucking like an industrial quantity of fish fillets. I don't think I could get- I remember you saying it, either you got kicked out or they made you stop <laughs> eating them. Maybe they just ran out. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> I cannot remember that. Was I telling a joke? This is a really fucked up Listen, It was fourth grade and I remember it still. Dude, I how large would I have to be in fourth grade <laughs> to eat all that fucking fish fillets? It was still like, dude, even if you were in fourth grade, you have to out eat like adults and. <laughs> for days they butter them in the fucking back I don't know I just remember that dude you're friends with a person
Asuna in fourth grade <laughs> yeah. got expelled from the fucking gold corral. Dude, it's the boys have to corral in the name. They're expecting people to come in here and hog out. It's one of my fondest memories, class. No, you're remembering something kind of fucked up. That's really fucked up. Cool though. <laughs> so there's that. So. The group goes to a place called the Rock Bar, where they're watching a soccer game. It's Costa Rica versus the Netherlands, and that's who was playing at that time in 2014. Honestly, you're in Bulgaria. Who the fuck cares about those two teams? Yeah, dude, if you're in yeah. Bulgaria, who the fuck cares about sports? How about you just, like, chase these ladies, bro? Do they have, like, lumberjack competitions there? They're like, oh, who cut the biggest three fastest? Yeah, when I think of Bulgaria, I told the guys this earlier, I think of, like, half Middle Eastern, half Russian. It's, like, not... A regular place, but it is the oldest country in Europe. Whoever gets to cut the tree the fastest gets to repopulate. Yeah, Standard yeah. law in Bulgaria. I looked it up. Standard law. <laughs> so uh, tables had flags that rep team countries. Lars was moving the flags around to be funny, which sounded like a fucking dick move. He was drunk. Yeah, and then uh, when some Baynard Munch Munchin fans got mad at him, a fight. Bayern Munich. Munich. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's not spelled like Munich. M-U-N-I-C-H. Dude, Munich. countries that have won world wars and been to the moon don't give a fuck about soccer. We're also the only one that measures stuff in yards and feet and shit. That's true. Yeah, we care about football. That's true. And I, I don't care about football. But anyway, but yeah, I don't so uh, a fight may have been close to happening, but Lars calmed everybody down. Just like Carter. I'm just a peaceful being. <laughs> I can see Carter. I'm like the Nelson Mandela. Of today was Nelson. He was peaceful, right? Yeah, he's peaceful. He was yeah. in prison for like a lot of years trying for to for probably something he didn't do, right? Well, I mean, he was just like the leader of the South America or the South African area, and they were trying to get over apartheid. Whoop de doo! It was a really big deal. <laughs> just kidding, anyway, Nelson. That was fantastic. Anyway, <laughs> the group left the bar to get McDonald's. Turns out, capitalism is winning. They went to McDonald's. In a foreign country. But Lars said he wasn't hungry. I don't know why he didn't just go in and wait with them. But he told them he would wait outside. And when the group left McDonald's, Lars was gone. Or when they returned from leaving McDonald's, Lars was gone. And they assumed he just went back to the hotel. Maybe he had to take a shit. <laughs> if I was in a place where my boy's like, yo, I'm going to wait outside. And he's not back when I come out. I'm like, maybe he's taking a shit. Dude, no. Because he would have went in the McDonald's to take No, a have you been in a McDonald's bathroom? That's true. That's true. Do you guys remember? Do you guys remember Bloody Mary? Yeah. I always heard that the same thing was true if you went to a McDonald's bathroom and said "Raw McDonald, Raw McDonald." I'm not gonna say it a third time because I'm not trying to test this out. Three times in the mirror at McDonald's, he would show up and whip your fucking ass. Sponsored by Ronald McDonald. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I'm gonna be. I want to be sponsored by fucking the Hamburglar. That dude fucks. Did you guys ever watch those uh, McDonald's movies? Yeah, they made those. I th- I seen. It was them, like the I cartoons. Know. Did you watch those? Mm-hmm. They gave them away at McDonald's if you got like a Happy Meal or something like that. Uh-huh. And it had like it was it was a pretty good cartoon. I actually don't remember that much about it, but it had like the Hamburglar, the purple guy. Uh, was this I in a know. Was this in a VHS tape? Yep. Yeah. yeah. The purple guy was Grimace. Which Grimace? Is like, yeah. Dude, that's a really fucked up name for a like a happy character, Grimace. Yeah. Do you guys want to hear something fucked up about McDonald's? I'd love to. So. 
and I actually learned this in one of my college classes. I took a marketing class. Apparently, there is a rule in marketing that there, I forget what it's called. It's like flash advertising is illegal now. So basically, subliminal messaging. Subliminal messaging. Yeah. yeah. So basically, what McDonald's and other companies would do back then is like in a TV show or a certain commercial, they would flash the McDonald's symbol in like the bright red. It would cover the whole screen for like maybe a quarter of a second. Yeah. It'd be so minimal, but your brain still caught it. Even though you like don't think you caught it, but your brain still caught it. You can't yeah. comprehend that you caught it, but it's subliminally in your head to go see McDonald's, and it's only a point two five second advertising. Yeah, I've heard of that. I also heard that was bullshit, though. But I don't really know. No, it happened. Yeah, and we see. Coca-Cola did the same thing. We've seen clips of it. And no, 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 it's not bullshit. They did it, but they don't know if it really makes you hungry. Dude, it definitely could. Or, or makes you go to McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. If you had, if you were subliminally advertising something right now, what would it be? Hmm. Gucci's. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really know what I would advertise. Probably something Gucci's. Um, probably something along the line of like maybe some fast food restaurant Gucci's, or um, <laughs> I don't know. Probably some outdoor stuff. Maybe an app Gucci's. Uh, it's um, working. Yeah, but, um, I, I don't know, but Gucci's. You want to share it with your friend? Um, yeah, but I don't know. I, I think it's definitely illegal, and you shouldn't do Gucci's. That's all I have to say. What I think is cool. I, I gotta say real quick. It's really fun to get together with you guys and get drunk and like talk about spooky stuff. Yeah, I really enjoy all of you people. Clem gets really sentimental in here. It's kind of weird sometimes, but kind of endearing. All right, Carter, I won't ever bear my soul to you ever again. <laughs> all right, so uh, the day after the fight, uh, or I'm sorry, um, the group left the bar to go to McDonald's. That dude bails, and so they go back to the hotel. When they went back to the hotel, they realized he wasn't there, and they decided to go to sleep. How fucked is that? No, I get that. Uh, homeboy's not here. Oh, no, wait. Send him a fucking text. It's <laughs> yeah. 2014. Dude, this isn't in ancient times. They don't have to send out a pigeon. Text that motherfucker, bro. So they did share rooms? I think they had a hotel. suite is the way it worked. Oh, okay. I don't think they're, like, sharing beds. It's not like when you're staying in Nebraska with your family and you guys are going cross-country and you guys sleep on the floor. Like, I think they had a suite that they shared. Okay. They knew he wasn't there, though, for sure. But I'm not sure, sure. Okay, I didn't know what the sure. hotel called. Part of me is like, uh, they could be like, oh, homeboy somewhere. Oh, homeboy's doing it. Text him. <laughs> you found a girl outside of McDonald's. Yeah, That's it. what you want for yeah, girls. Seed. Yeah, dude, this, girl's, this guy's fucking spreading his seed. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly sure. So, uh, uh, the day after the fight, Card, do you want to talk about that? Uh, nope. It's the second page. <laughs> so in the morning, Lars tells his friends that Baynard M- Munich, Bayern M- Munich, um, Bayern Munich fans had paid people to beat him up. His friends didn't believe him for some reason, but Lars had an injured ear and possibly an injured jaw. Yeah, why didn't they believe him? I wonder. Maybe he's like, like if you showed up in the morning with your face all fucked up, I wouldn't just be like, oh. But maybe this guy, maybe this guy wasn't that fucked up, and maybe he's told a lot of lies before. He's like, "Oh, I met Heather Lockley last night. She was a nine. and like he says, she like that all the time. Yeah, but if his face is like bruised yeah. or something, it's true. I would believe him. When I was in eighth grade, one of my friends told me that he had an elevator in his house, and I believed him. But like he told me, it's because his grandma was in a wheelchair, and I remember I believed him for a long time, dude. I remember a lot. So I went to his house, like, "Where's the elevator?" He's like, "I was lying about that." I'm like, what uh, a fucking weird lie! To t- but people do that. People lie about weird shit. I thought it was gonna be one of those lift chairs that you like set up on the rail and then it goes <laughs> no, up the stairs. No, no, no. It was, it was a weird lie to tell. But that is whatever. Weird. Yeah, I remember this one time I was meeting a girl's parents, and they asked me 
how old I was and I just had a birthday and I told them the wrong year and then it like they're like wait 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 you just turned 23 and I was like yeah and they're like oh so you're younger than her and I was like yep because I didn't want to tell them hey I forgot about my fucking birthday <laughs> so it was like a really weird lie it was so awkward I don't know dude I don't know how the fuck it happened it was weird but, but it was just because I didn't want to like hey I forgot it was just my birthday despite being a grown ass man like so I was like yeah I'm 23 and so they thought I was a year younger than I was but it's not how that was supposed to go yeah. anyway yeah. anyway so 32 we're coming up on his 33rd birthday I'm 89 gifts. his birthday's tomorrow actually so. yeah it's actually right now so is it actually no no oh it's my dad's birthday tomorrow how old is he 60 69 your dad's 60 yeah Wow. Hopefully you can have another kid that he likes before everything's over. <laughs> I have two older siblings. I'm just fucking around. I don't got to worry about that. I'm just fucking around. Anyway, so uh, uh, his friends really didn't believe him. And later when Lars complained of extreme pain, his friends convinced him to go to the doctor. And the first doctor he saw was just a general <laughs> practitioner. What? Anyway, he, so he wants to see <laughs> So he went to Varda Hospital and saw a specialist. Dr. Boris Nagyanow. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you say it, dude. I'll look no, it up. Yeah. You can say that, but not Bayern Munich. <laughs> dude, spell it. It's not spelled by Munich. Anyway. Dude, I thought it was Bayern Munchen. Yeah, yeah, it looks like Munchen. Munchen these ass. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so the doctor told Lars that he had a ruptured eardrum, possible concussion. Apparently, they offered surgery, which Lars refused. And then they told him he couldn't fly. They gave gave him C Ferroxine five hundred milligram. Ciproxamine. 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 I, think. I don't know, dude. Which is an uh, antibiotic. So. There's an article we looked up from MD.com. When you fly... The most reliable source. Yeah, the most reliable source. Trusted. The first source. The you don't even have to go to a doctor. Just look it up. <laughs> Chest pain? You got cancer. Yeah, dude. dude. Yeah, it's so scary. <laughs> dude, have you ever looked up your, oh, your no. fucking symptoms? Yeah. You're like, I'm kind of sweaty behind the knee. You look it up. It's like, dude, you have HIV. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, everything is like... A symptom of something fucking Worst case terrible. scenario. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you're like, sometimes my mouth is dry. It's like, maybe you have glaucoma in both eyes. You'll never see your wife again. <laughs> yeah, it's always like something fucking terrible. <laughs> so, so the doctor told Lars that he had a ruptured, ruptured eardrum. Um, and when you fly, the air pressure around you changes quickly, especially during takeoff and landing, which can cause pain and sometimes discomfort in your ear. Uh, when you have like a fucked up perforated eardrum, the air pressure in the middle ear, in the middle of your ear, can balance out more easily with the pressure of the surrounding air, as air is able to pass through that hole. This should mean that flying with a perforated or fucked up eardrum may actually cause less discomfort than usual. You know how your ears pop she... when you're like going to a high elevation? Yeah. This should prevent that because your ears fucked up. Dude, Gwen Stefani actually ruptured her eardrum when she was on a plane. Really? Yep. Wow. Why the hell do you know that? Uh, I, I think looking up this, <laughs> I actually don't remember. She's a big Ben Stefani fan. I remember Jake actually, talking like, about it before our last podcast. Actually, like Blake Sheldon, so. <laughs> Dude, Blake Sheldon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That guy's weird. Dude, that's such a weird couple. It's like, hey, I'm in a sky band, ska band. And it's like, uh, I'm actually a little bit country. <laughs> like, how about we get together and have big time love? That's such a weird pair up. Wasn't Gwen the one that screamed banana? 
B-A-N-A-N-A-S, yeah. <laughs> she taught America how to smell bananas, yeah. <laughs> she means bananas. Every time I think of spelling bananas or how to spell bananas, I think of that song. Bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Jake was in his senior year of high school, his last final. He's like, fuck, dude, the spelling test is hard. He's like, and then Gwen Stefani popped up and she's like, Jake, it's bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Jay graduated. Yeah, dude. The last time Carter, the last time Carter broke up with a girl, he's like, "Listen, I'm just not looking for a holla back girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going bananas." <laughs> dude, what is a holla back girl? I think it just means someone that you could like talk shit to. No, a holla back is like when you like, oh, okay, maybe I'll see you later. When this other girl doesn't like work out, I'm a holla back at you. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Wow. Whoa. It's like a sloppy second, bro. Really? Yeah, dude. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. So, so Carter, will you tell us a little bit about surfoxamine 500 milligrams? Yeah. It was used to treat certain infections caused by bacteria, such as bronchitis, which is an infection of the airway tubes leading to the lungs. Gonorrhea. I know Clinton took this to help him cure his gonorrhea. Thanks. Uh, it did work. Um, so congratulations to him. However, <laughs> he is battling crabs now, and that has been proven not to help that situation. Dude, um, the only thing that helps crabs is red lobster. No, I'm saying. It's not working. It's getting progressively worse. Um, lo- it also it helps treat Lyme disease, which is an infection that may develop after a person is bitten by a tick. Um, and it also helps infection of the skin, ears, sinuses, throat, tonsils, urinary tract. You know, it's like one of those like commercials where it's like, oh, take this. And then it shows them frolicking through the field, and then it's like may also cause abdominal pain, explosive diarrhea. You know what? Really <laughs> you know what's fucked up is like if you watch that for reptile dysfunction, it's always like the worst symptoms, but you just still won't take it because they want to get hard. It's like <laughs> may cause permanent blindness. So like fucking hell, you rock hard and be like fucking Ray Charles. You know what I mean? They don't give a fuck. It's so great, dude. Dude, listen to the ones. It's like, may cause your heart to fucking explode in your no, chest. It's, it's not like a sad scene. They're always like frolicking through a field. Yeah. Like slow Holding hands with their wife. Yeah. Making a peanut yeah. butter sandwich in their fancy kitchen. A good looking 40 year old guy. And they yeah. hire someone really fast. They're like, may cause erectile dysfunction. <laughs> I wonder if it's the same dudes that like do auctions. Like, hey, come here, 500, 300. And he like does that really quick. And it's like his side gig. He's like, may cause your penis. And you see him at an auction one time. He's like, 500, 200, 300. And may cause erectile dysfunction. I'm not the one. <laughs> Anyways, and it helps, so like I said, in clear infections of the skin, ears, sinuses, throat, tonsils, and urinary tract. Uh, Siroxamine is also in a class of medications called uh, cephalospin um, antibiotics. It works by stopping the growth of bacteria. That's my favorite part because all that other stuff doesn't make, like, it doesn't matter really. But the last sentence, it works by stopping the growth of bacteria. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Dude, that was what, the whole article. You know what else stops the growth of bacteria? Don Dishop. Do you think Don Dishop, like drinking that, would help you at all? Maybe. Oh, maybe. With what? With bacteria, bro. Building up in you. Don Dishop. Dude, it can clean your It can clean my insides. That's true. Dude, yeah, they have the baby duck on the thing. That makes me trust it more. Let's stop. This is dangerous. Somebody's going to. Yeah, please <laughs> do not listen to us. Don't drink so. Dude, please. Fucking call your doctor. Don't listen to us. You will end up dead. So the day his friends left, they had planned the day of their return. Lars was not able to fly. His friends offered to stay with him, but he told them that he would be fine. Lars did not want to mess up their jobs. So Tim and Paul left. Honestly, I see where these guys are coming from. There's been times, have you ever been leaving a bar and your friend really wants to stay and you're like, 
fuck, dude, like, I don't wake up tomorrow. I got to mow the lawn and put, like... See, dude, I've always been that friend that wants to stay. I've never been in the other situation. <laughs> no, I'm not thinking, dude. I'm like, dude, like, let's get an Uber home. I got shit to do tomorrow. Like, I got to change the pads on the air conditioner. It's like, you know what I mean? I want to leave. But my friend's, yeah. like, talking to a, a girl that he thinks might might work out for him. He's like, I'll just stay, brother. And so you're like, all right, man. I gotta I'm getting it. freaky till 2 a.m., bro. Yeah, dude, tell you to kick you the fuck. Good, good, dude. Car likes party. So... Tim and Paul bail on him. So he only had two friends? Yeah. There's just three of them? Oh, I never saw that. Yeah, he had the three amigos, bro. And I should say, the source material that we're using for this, for like this little spiel is actually... Wikipedia. It's not Wikipedia. It is... Oh, I put it on the floor. Oh, uh, the reference book, The Disappearance of Lars Metank by Sonia Lowe and articles from Berlin Spectator. And then also we obviously had like the Medline Plus and uh, what was the other one? I was like MD.com or some shit. Yeah, I think we said that. So Yeah, I think we did too. A quick so, Google search finds you plenty. Oh, yeah, dude. For real. Sponsored by Google. Google, Google, Google. Dude, Carter, don't do that again. Last episode, I was like, fuck, I hope we don't get sued. Because Carter is saying we're sponsored about, dude, I even tagged one of our Instagram, hashtag Svetka. And I'm like, some fucking ad rep's going to contact me and be like, you know, we own your house now. <laughs> you're like, dude, you're fucked. That is scary. Yeah, so don't do that, Carter. Google will come and kick the shit out. you're getting in trouble, though. They're not actually giving us money. That's true. If they know we're joking, I think you're allowed to say whatever. Sponsored by the feds. Yeah, the feds can sponsor us. <laughs> we're always joking. Just assume we're always joking. Yeah, and don't believe shit we say. We're not a reliable source. You can't use this on your book report. We're shitty. Sponsored you, by Wikipedia. Are you guys empty on your drinks on your Moscow Mules? Yeah. On the mule, I have two beers, but yeah. Is it time for a b- 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 break? Do you have two? You have two beers? Why? This one's almost empty, and I just grabbed pause. this one just in case. Pause this ish. All right, all right, we're pausing. Oh yeah. We do a break. We're back. Take a shot. Shot time. Shot time. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Cheers. I took. I took mine before. Doesn't taste as good. With Here, try this cookie dough one. I don't want cookie dough one. I want chill for a second, dude. Okay. Yeah, maybe not. No, I'll, I'll try it later though. Yeah, wow. it sounds like, good. It smells good. I want to be like Mr. Leahy, just run into shit. Wow. Anyway, because they had planned on leaving the on the day that Lars could no longer stay at the same resort, so because they were going to leave, he couldn't stay there anymore. And since it was like a really busy season, he couldn't find any decent hotels. So we ended up booking a room at the Hotel Color. Motherfucking Hotel Color. The place they stayed at before was like really nice. The yeah. inclusive resort and stuff. So totally. this is a step down. Yeah, the Hotel really? Color is a hostel. So it's like people sharing a room. And it had in-house prostitutes. It's better than the Hotel Holiday Inn, as Pitbull would say. <laughs> I didn't say hotel that. Motel Holiday Inn. <laughs> I looked up the reviews for the Hotel Color, and they were so bad. Really? <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that it was a hostel, but it was like, the beds are like a piece of wood on the floor and like all kinds uh, of stuff. They smoked inside, which is illegal, I guess. They're all smoking uh, inside. And there's like a, there's something about a bowling alley, like inside the hotel or something. Fancy. <laughs> yeah, there's a bowling alley in the White House. That's cool. So Lars calls his mom, Sandra, and tells her that the hotel was strange. He then tells her to lock his credit card and that he needed to leave. That's pretty weird. That is pretty weird. Um, 
People from the hotel notice that Lars is acting strange and seem to be hiding. And Lars leaves the hotel at 1 a.m. for reasons unknown and comes back in about an hour. So either he's picking up a pizza, maybe drugs, I don't know. About an hour. Maybe he's getting photos developed in the middle Dude, of Dude, something's going on in that hour. It's pretty weird. Yeah. And so when he gets back, he calls his mom and says, Mom, sorry, I'm hiccuping. He says, Mom, I'm high right now, and I've got to whisper or else they'll hear me. Four men are <laughs> 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 <So> <laughs> <it> got louder. <laughs> I'm hiding, and his mom fears contacting him again because she doesn't want to give up his hiding spot. His mom says that people were trying to rob or kill him. I have a story about this that I'd like to tell. He was whispering that, by the way. He wasn't yelling. Yeah, he, he was, was like, hey, mom, I'm hiding. Yeah. Please don't. Yeah, so when I was, when I was probably like a sophomore... In college, we were at this desert party, and it was like packed. There's all these people there. You were there, Jake. I'm pretty sure. And we were all drinking, and we see this red light come up over the hill, and we see a white car, and everyone's like, "Cops! Cops! Cops!" Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah, dude. Before I know it, I was like surrounded by like 50 people were near this bonfire, and there was like another bonfire with like another like 50 people. Dude, before I know it, I'm alone, and all I hear is footsteps running in the distance. And I'm like, "Shit!" And I wasn't even trying to get. I was just worried about getting in trouble. <laughs> so yeah, like I was holding these power rates, I just throw them down, and I just start running. Dude, I'm running through this like pathway that's like through these rocks, and both of the rocks are cutting my arms because I'm wide, and I'm like running as fast as I can, dude. And dude, I get past the rocks, man, and I get to this bush. Dude, I hide, and I wait in this, dude, it's nighttime. I'm waiting, and it's a hot summer night, bro. And I'm breathing. Did you hear my heart pumping? And I'm breathing because I'm worried the cops are going to come. They're going to lock me up. Through my future, the life, dude, I'm worried I'll get in trouble. You were drunk, though. Yeah, you're right, but I'm still worried. I'm afraid of the police. And so, dude, I hear after like probably five minutes, they're like, Hey, it was Chris. He just had a fake light. And I'm like, what a dick. And I didn't know who he was. And so, like, the whole party comes back together, like, haha, funny prank. He just had a white Jeep and a red light. But, dude, hours pass. Hours pass, dude. Eons pass. Dude, fucking trees grow from the ground. It's been such a long time. And, dude, hours later, we get a call from one of our homeboys. He's like, hey, yo, I'm halfway to Delta. Like, I've been running this whole time. Are you guys in trouble? And we're like, what? He's like, dude, yeah, the cops came, man. I've been running this whole fucking time. And I'm like, no, dude, the cops didn't come. He's like, oh, shit, dude, I want to call you guys because I don't want you guys to get, like, in trouble if you were hiding in a bush. Like, I've been running this whole time. I'm like, holy fuck, dude, it's been hours. Dude, we drove so far to pick him up from this desert party. We just drove out far and far. And I remember thinking, like, there's no way he's out this far. And he was, dude. And we picked him up. And he, like, came running out of the darkness, like, paranormal activity. He, like, gave him a <laughs> And he got in the car. He's like, dude, who is this fucking guy? He was so mad at that dude that pulled that prank. And he said that he had just been running. Every time a car drove past, he was, like, jumping in the fucking weeds. Because he was so worried he was going to get in trouble. And it's like, none of that shit had happened at all. We were just fine. And he was worried about throwing us under the bus. And then we just continued our life. Damn, that was a dickhead prank. I remember I was in a different situation because I was drunk. And I had gone with my friend to go get something from his car. And he had a box in his car, like in his truck, in the back of his truck, a box full of condoms and I think drugs and beer, like extra beers. And I think maybe we were getting extra beers. Kind of at a party. <laughs> yeah, he was like hiding the beers and the condoms and stuff. So he had it in the back of his truck and we were looking through this box and that's when the Jeep rolls up and he's like, oh, fuck. And he throws the box on the ground, condoms, beer, shit everywhere. He jumps into the truck. I jump into the truck. Another one of our friends jumps into the truck. It was like a just a two-door truck so there's only three seats like a bench seat so we all sit in the truck the jeep follows us like follows us directly 
So the Jeep is coming pretty fast, and my friend turns off the lights and he just goes straight through the desert. No roads, no nothing. He just turns off his lights and just like driving like 40 miles through the desert. Like, like guys, I don't know how to not look suspicious. Which wait, 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 wait. Just say their first name. Who was it? His name was Levi. Oh, God! I don't trust him. That guy was driving so fast, just straight through the desert. We couldn't see anything. Dude, that could be like a canyon. That could be anything. I know. It was like a rocky area. That's fucking... That is I think that's why that Jeep stopped, is because he saw us like going so fast and was chasing us for a bit, and he's like, whoa! Yeah, don't chase us. I don't remember why it stopped, but yeah. Damn, that's crazy. That's kind of fucked up. Anyway, so uh, his mom is worried that people are trying to rob or kill him, and he sends a text asking what is CFC 500, which was the pills he was taking, and hotel staff confirms that he left in the middle of the night with all of his stuff. He just fucking packs up and bails the hotel color. And at 5 a.m., there's a taxi driver that sees him waving him down, and the taxi driver already had a rider in his car, like a patron, in the, in the cab, but he looked so scared that they pulled over anyway, and the taxi driver and the rider, who was a local social worker, noticed that his eyes were, like, really dilated. Hold on. When he left the hotel the first time for that hour, was at 1 a.m.? Yeah. What time did he leave with all of his stuff then? So it was around 5? They just said in the middle of the night. Oh, they didn't say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I saw the report that you had saw where, like, he met, linked up with a lady at the beach and they took a cab together. Yeah, that's well, what I saw. Yeah, the one I saw said that he, like, just waved on a cab and got one with a social worker and they're like, yo, his eyes are dilated. You ever seen someone with an eye-dilated eye? Like, eye-dilated eyes? Yeah. You're, like, you're at a gas station and it's, like, the middle of the light and some guy is like, hey, uh, I'm looking for my collection. And you're like, dude, what? He's like, you want to be my collection? And you're like, fuck, dude. I'm just trying to get a Slurpee and go home. And it's, like, some weird sketchy dude that's obviously on crack. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? All right. But but when they're in the dark, your eyes are more dilated anyways. Maybe, the, yeah. That guy's not trying to show you a collection in the dark. Well. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, when, you, really when, when you're in the dark, your eyes dilate more. That is true. they need to absorb more light. That's true. So that's why it expands. So... I don't know. I've never. It, it's like when you're in the bright light of the day is when you see dilated eyes. That's when you're like, all right, that's you're true. fucked up right now. I guess that's like when you're on shrooms and you're yeah, in the bathroom, you're, you're looking in the mirror and your eyes are just you're black. in Target. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, remember that Sinclair we used to live next to? Yeah, yeah. And we'd like we do we used to live next to Sinclair. We get drunk and we'd like walk there in the middle of the night. It was like so late that like all the places to eat were closed and it was the closest place and we could just get bean burritos. And microwave dude, and they taste like the best. Breeze. Dude, me and, my, ones, yeah. me and my homie, used, we used to live on, I think it was, it was called Friar's Chicken Truck Stop. And we lived right by it. And we were like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we moved in. We were like, all right, we're not going to try until we get really fucked up. And we got really fucked up, and we walked there. And we were in there like one in the morning just chowing down. I remember looking at him, and I'd be like, this isn't good. <laughs> yeah, dude, this chicken kind of sucks. <laughs> dude, we were so bummed. Did you eat it? That, we ate it that night. We never went back. Oh, it was, man. dude, it was like a fried chicken. It was like dried and the chicken tasted oh. gross. And, and you were fucked up and it was We bad. were fucked up, yeah. yeah it was, was bad. Really bad. Dude, because I remember we were just drinking, drinking, drinking. We are like, yo, let's go to the fire's <laughs> chicken truck stop. We get there. I remember looking at him I was like, bro, this isn't that good. He's like, I, I know. Damn. Dude, it was so disappointed. We walked home just all sad, just shoulders slumped. <laughs> That's so sad. Jake and I had, we had a wheelchair. Remember the wheelchair? 
Yeah. And you had that bike, and Jake would pull me on the bike, and then we'd go to the gas station, and then we'd switch, and I'd pull him on the bike, and you'd ride the wheelchair with the rope, and you felt like you were in a chariot. <laughs> you're just drunk on a street in the middle of the night, dude, just riding it up. Was, that was we shouldn't have done that, dude. Was like, that here? Yeah. Oh, and then just get smashed and go to the gas station in the middle of the fucking night. <laughs> yeah. That was a good time. Oh, what happened to that wheelchair? I think we just left it, like, in the alley. Oh, I hope you... And somebody just took it. Good, dude. That helped you. So hopefully somebody needed it. And, I like, hope it's not someone who needs it, dude. Because that's fucking a dangerous wheelchair. It was shitty when we got it. shitty. Yeah, the brakes didn't work. Bad. Dude. Yeah, dude. We wheelchairs used... have brakes? I thought you just put your hands... No, they have the brakes. It's like the ones where you push forward yeah. and it, like, leans on the wheel. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was yeah their brakes did not work. It's because they're rolling down. When I lived... I lived in downtown Portland. Like, downtown fucking Portland. And we lived, like, in the middle of the... Are you all right? Yeah. We lived, <laughs> we lived in the middle. So, like, where we lived was in the direct middle of three different homeless shelters. And so it was a homeless center near my apartment complex. And when we moved out, we had this, like, old-ass couch. And we're like, bro, we don't know what the fuck to do with this couch. <laughs> and so we're like, all right, let's just leave it on the street. So be it. And we push it out on the street at, like, 3 a.m. we wake up in our morning to go to, like, our last classes before, like, summer stories. And there's just bums just kicking it. <laughs> this couch. <laughs> just drinking their bad liquor. But never looked happier in my life. They're just kicking it on this couch on the sidewalk. Dude, we have a similar story. In the middle of the day, after April Fool's Day, someone left couches in Jake's front yard. Yeah, Clint did. I didn't do it. Anyway, dude, so the next morning, because we had like we have this thing where people throw away garbage yeah. during April, and it's like spring cleaning, and the city will pick it up for free. So people throw away like couches and pianos and shit, like big furniture, and someone put it in Jake's front yard in the middle of the night. Dude, so the next day, I had the grace of my heart. Jake calls and asked me to help him move his couch, these couches. So we do. Dude, we had, to, we had to find another place to stash him. So we just left him in front of someone's house, which is kind of shitty. And then, like, a couple hours passed by. I remember we drove past it, and there was that bum chilling on it? Yeah, I do remember yeah. that. Dude, they were just chilling. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah dude, it's so funny. <laughs> Walking in the morning, they're just drinking their four locos, just bullshitting on the couch. Just, oh, my God. Oh, did you make it didn't make you feel good, though. It did. Yeah, because... They're just chilling. You should put yeah. that as like volunteer hours. You should count that. Yeah, no. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> that's fuck. Dude, Four Locos, you remember they had to like change the formula of Four Locos because people were dying? Because they get like alcohol poisoning from getting so fucked up. Well, it was like an energy drink, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mixed with, yeah, alcohol. Dude, oh my God, I have one and I'm gone. You're just chilling. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. You ever had eight locos where you drink two four locos in a row? And you're like, ah! I've had an eight loco for sure. Ooh, yeah, when you drink two, because we bought four and I had three buddies and we all finished ours and we're like, all right, who's getting the fourth? And we did like a round the ring kind of like eeny meeny miny mo, and it landed yeah. on me and it was the gold one. So it's like you know there was like watermelon like. One of the other flavors. There's there's, there's a bronze flavor, watermelon, yeah. peach. Bronze is a metal. Bronze isn't a flavor. There's bronze and gold for sure. <sighs> and the gold <sighs> one was the worst one. You looked at it and the liquid was green. You're like, oh fuck. What was the flavor? Was it like Mountain Dew flavor kind of? Oh, that's kind of what I remember. It's like Mountain Dew that's been poorly splashed with an old forty. Dude, when's the last <laughs> time you had a Four Locos? It's been years. It's been years, bro. Yeah, I'm not fucking. The last time I had a Four Locos. Jake was leaning in an alleyway next to a light post or was your bachelor party? That's the last time I had a Four Loco. Was it my bachelor party? I remember drinking two Four Locos with you one night. Yeah. 
And yeah. Can we drink Four Locos for our next podcast? All right, next podcast. Four Locos, that would be kind of sick. Oh, we're going to get drunk as hell. Have you ever had a sidewalk slammer? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Or a side, do you ever have side pocket? Uh Dude, I remember I was at this party and there was this guy named Nick there. He had this long blonde hair and these baby blue eyes, kind of like you, Carter. He had like, he was like a little hipster. (laughs) And dude, I remember telling him, I was like, dude, I bet you five bucks. You can't slam these two side pockets. And they were like, side pockets weren't even in a glass bottle. They sold them in bags so they could be like easily concealed. They sold them in the liquor store. Oh. Dude, and he rips both the tops off. And this other guy walks up and says, dude, I'll pitch in a buck. And then like, dude, so he's, for six bucks, he slams two of them. And I remember we were at this party and it's packed. And dude, he just opens the door to the front lawn and just throws up. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, damn, this is a really fucked up way to make $6. And dude, someone walked past and they're like, did you pay him six dollars to do that? I was like, well, really, I only paid him five. Someone else pitched in a dollar. Like, Damn, it's really fucked up. <laughs> I was like, oh, me actually. It was super yeah. fucked. First up, time man. I ever smoked weed. I think I was sixteen. I got pitched five dollars to smoke weed out of an apple. And, and you know, looking back at it, I feel like that is the most OG way on being introduced to weed. You have to smoke out of an apple. Yeah, we used to do that all the time, dude. I, and I figured it out. I would get, I would get a pencil. You pull out the stem of the top of the apple. You put the pencil down. You get to about halfway, and then you go like you have to kind of guess when you go into the side of the apple. You get a pencil, and you just poke a hole all the way, and hopefully you get it to like where it meets. Yeah. And you get in so like in my parents' house we had a sink where you can unscrew the the sink filter, you know, when the water rushes down. So you unscrew that, you put that in the top of the apple. Yeah. You put the little weed nug on top of the sink um, dispenser thing. And then you would go to McDonald's and get a drink and you would use a McDonald's straw. So you could hold it out and put it into the apple hole when you put the weed on top, so then you would burn the weed, it would burn down, and then it would go up the straw. Fuck, that sounds like yeah, chores, yeah. dude. That's shit. <laughs> dude, I never did that. have a pipe, bro. That that is how you did it. I don't know. Did you learn that from a home? That's more high tech than we did. <laughs> yeah, I know. Dude, I, I nailed it down. I smoked out of so many apples. My mom thought I was so healthy. <laughs> she was like, doctors never want to fuck with this Yeah, guy. she's like. Dude, that same friend that ran to Delta, was he always had an apple. Yeah, he did. Yeah, did. That was me in high school, bro. She, My mom was like, you go for a lot of apples. I was like, it's a good afternoon snack. <laughs> she's like, that must be why you're so tall. <laughs> That's so funny. So, uh, so um, Lars calls his mom, and after, this is after the taxi ride. He says, uh, I made it to the airport, and Lars wanted to make sure he was cleared to fly, and he asked his mom to send 500 bucks to him in an account via Western Union, and this is 500 euros, and the, the, weird, the reason he had to have her do that is because he canceled all his credit cards. So yeah. he had to wire the money. Uh, I have something sense. about that later, too, about the 500 bucks. Yeah, and so he, he calls his mom before seeing a doctor and says, they told me... I should not fly or take a bus home. And so, like, who is they? Like, the form of they is pretty weird. That's a weird turn of phrase. And so, a bus home from Varna to northern Germany, where he was from, would take 35 to 40 hours. You know a bus. I mean, that can really vary per time. Like, it depends on how many times someone pisses their pants and they have to hose down the bus. You know the yeah. bus driver's like, all right, guys, we're going to have to stop now because someone defecated in the back. So <laughs> get off the bus. That's what it Did sounds like in Wichita, dude. In North Germany, I'm sure it's a lot scarier. They're like, oh, somebody piss their pants. You <laughs> must get off the bus. They're like, yeah, like, get out now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's super fucked up. 
<laughs> Which is weird. Like, why would he not be able to ride in a bus? Yeah, like, the airplane is sketchy bus. enough, but dude, the bus? <laughs> totally, what the fuck? Totally. So he went into the doctor, Dr. Kostow, at 9.30 a.m., and Dr. Kostow suggested that he wait 7 to 10 days before flying, gave him some pills for the pain, and Lars said he didn't want to take anything. Lars said out loud to himself, I don't want to die here. I have to get out of here. From what I read, he was in the doctor's office. He was acting like kind of nervous and stuff and like twitchy. And so his eyes were dilated like in the cab and the doctor noticed that as well. Yeah. And then a construction worker actually walked in wearing his construction uniform. And supposedly the, uh, the airport was under... Like construction. Construction, yeah. yeah. And so, but then when the construction worker came in, that's when I read that he said, I don't want to die here and I have to get out of here. Like, that's when he freaked out was when that guy walked in. One thing I've read about that is like police uniforms in Bulgaria look a lot like construction uniforms. I looked that up though. They don't. Yeah, I looked the same thing up, but it's when they wear the reflective vest. Yeah. Like oh, okay. in an emergency situation. Yeah, but like even like a U.S. police officer. Yeah, you wear those reflective vests. Yeah. I bought one when you were in the village people for Halloween. Remember that, Jake? Yeah, I do. I but can you imagine being like, <laughs> the police officer takes off the vest and the guy's like, ah, you are a police officer. Ah, it's like when the guys take off the fake glasses. It's like, if I was to take off these, you'd be like, oh, is that still him? Here, I've never yeah. seen you with your glasses off. You look Winnie the Pooh. Take them off again. No, we need to put them off. Take off your glasses. I mean, if it was a cop, though, too, like, don't. <laughs> you look so different. Holy shit. Yeah, I, I look handsome, dude. Let, let's talk without our glasses off. I can't see. I can't. Let's talk without our shirts. I can't off. hear when my glasses are off. Jake, don't. <laughs> Jake also has about no pants. Jake's Let me see hair. how blind you are, real quick. Let me see. Oh, dude, my prescription's high, there. Got stigmatism. <laughs> Stigmatism, dude. Why would he be worried about a cop too? Like, if it wasn't a construction worker, why would he be worried about a cop? Dude, your left eye is almost like close to mine, but the right eye is like, oh yeah, dude, way more blind. Try mine. Your eyes are different. Holy shit, dude! <laughs> I'm blind as fuck. <laughs> dude, what's weird about cars, bro, is that when I look through them, I think EDM music is good. <laughs> you didn't need to so fuck up. Those are cool frames, though, dude. Those are those are really good, cool frames. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I put on Clintons, I want to read a book. Oh, <laughs> about to, when Carter wears his, dude, he looks like he's about to fucking win the House Cup for fucking Gryffindor, bro. <laughs> 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 dude, I really like his frames. I'm thinking about Happy Christmas, Harry. Happy Christmas, Harry. You know, if you notice, none of those guys had like a Cockney accent. They never were like street urchins in Britain. They were always like proper in Harry Potter. You never had like some dude like, hey, I'm coming down. Let me say some air today. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know what's funny, though? about Going back to glasses, like the the big fucking, the big ones that I have, what do you call these? Big rim or whatever? Horn rims? Is that anything left? No, just like big, like, just okay. big, big. Yeah. You know, used to be like 1970s. Oh, and, yeah, true. Like, and, and then they got small and then they got big again. It's, it's like, true. dude, weird how fashion kind of changes. It is, dude. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, he says, I don't want to die here. I have to get out of here. When I said this once in a porta potty at a brew fest. <laughs> I, was like, I don't want to die here. I got to get out of here. <laughs> so a construction worker walked in wearing his uniforms. Lars sees him and freaks out. He fled the doctors, leaving everything money, passport, phone. He sprints through the airport, but slows down a bit. When he gets outside, he then jumps a fence, leading to a sparse. Woods surrounding the airport. The fence he jumped was eight feet tall and had barbed wire. 
Think about that. Did it actually have barbed wire? It did. That's what I read. It did. It did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn, how'd he jump it? I, I saw I saw our buddy Nick. He jumped a barbed wire fence once, but I think it's because he's like into the wild lifestyle. He jumped that shit. Like he did it every day. He just pulled the barbed wire down and got, I thought I was like, oh, he's going to tear his scrotum. He got over it. No qualms, dude. In the fence jumping at Limsinks, that gangly motherfucker would have jumped. No qualms, dude. See, dude, yeah. by my house, I used to have a barbed wire fence too. And the barbs used to be so, I mean, I don't know. It could be different on every barbed wire. But every barb is kind of spread out. You can actually fit your hand in on it, pull it down super easy. And once you pull it down to the part where it kind of resists, you can kind of use it as like leverage to hop it. Why, why did huh. you hop on barbed wire fence? Because like, it was in my backyard in case like we were like throwing Frisbee or shit and it went over it. Oh. Yeah, because we would have to hop it. No, we couldn't. It was like a long barbed wire fence. It was like, it was that covered the whole neighborhood. Why? Because of cows? Is that what it is? It's a Wyoming thing? Yeah, like dangerous animals. We had a bear shit in our yard one time. Oh, wow, <laughs> dude. Wow. Oh, he says wow, but that's kind of scary. That is scary. That is scary, dude. Did you did you pick it up? No. You I'm just left it out there? there? I'm not picking up poop. Like, <laughs> what are you supposed to do with it? Throw it away. I pick up my dog's poop. Yeah. Okay, I picked Like, I thought you meant, like, with my bare hand, but, like. No, why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> you gotta know, research. You're like, oh, you should have like, did you throw it away? Yeah. <laughs> not, did you pick it up with my hand? <laughs> no. Yeah, so some weird shit that happened. Maybe he didn't take those antibiotics, bro. The doctor, the one thing that I saw, the doctor said he did not fill out that prescription at all. So, but then why would he say what is CFC 500 to his mom in that text? Because I'm guessing CFC 500 is what's printed on the yeah. antibiotics. So how would he know what the abbreviation was? That's true. Did you just look it up? That's true. Well, the doctor said... Wasn't that just cefiroxamine? Yeah. Yeah, but how would he know? Because... You know, drugs have like the printed name on them. Yeah, they'll yeah. say something different. I don't know it was CFC five hundred. It could have said that on it, but then it also yeah. doctors prescribe a lot of sugar pills too. You think that's what it was? But it the been. doctor said he didn't fill his prescription. Supposedly, maybe. maybe. Well, oh but shit! He was yeah, nervous maybe. and erratic, and when the construction worker entered the medical center, Lars got scared and said he was afraid for his life and did not want to die. And he rubbed his hands and was restless. He had no confidence. When they tried to help the pain in his ear, he left the medication they tried to give him on the table. He started to tremble when the construction worker came in. And there was one more phone call where Lars says, Mom, they won't let me fly or drive. A mysterious individual at the airport helped him transfer the cash. And he was a German speaker. He was speaking Florida German. But he might have just been a nice guy trying to help him when he was getting that cash money before the doctor's visit. At Western Union, someone helped him process the transaction. But if you don't know how to do Western Union, I can see you asking for help. Yeah. Especially if you're in a foreign country. I've definitely been in a CVS and been like, damn, dude. I don't know how to fucking... I I, I don't know why. Does CVS have Western Union? I don't know. What I was you? Western Union in some, some shit. Were you trying to get money to pay for, like, penicillin to get rid of the clap? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't... Oh, no. I think it was when I was... <laughs> Get my first fake ID. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, tell us about your fake ID. Come on. So we literally, like, this girl hit my friend up and was like, hey, I'm getting a fake ID. It's cheaper if we get a bundle where you get a whole bunch of friends getting a fake ID. It's like a group on It's a group on essentially what it was. Because you could get a fake ID for yourself for 120 bucks, but if you got 10 plus people, it's 60 bucks a person. Yeah, that's pretty good. And we're like, damn, we have to do that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but you got it from CVS? No, no, no. No, so... It, we went on the site. It's called fakeid.org or something. It was like, it was just so like, so <laughs> dumb. And you like log in and it like takes you to another link and it's like, welcome to fakeid.org. 
customize your ID here. And you go in, you pick what state you want, you upload your picture, and it gives you like guidelines to pick your picture. So it's like sit against the white wall, take a picture, don't smile. So I like dead ass get on my iPhone, I'm like, click. And I'm like, whatever, I'm going to use this. And I upload it. And I like send it to this girl and she's like, all right, I got you. You're going to live in South Carolina. You're going to be from this address. You're going to be from Greer, South Carolina. And I was like, all right, bet. Took six months. We had the Western Union, the money to China. <laughs> and we're like, at one point after like four months, we're like, we're not getting our IDs. <laughs> six months later, we get this like random, like no return address, like sketchy looking envelope in the mail. We open it. All of our IDs are in there. <laughs> and we're like, That's so yeah, Let me see that. Did they work? Hell yeah, dude. They, <laughs> dude, they scanned and everything. So, like, when you go into, like, a dispensary, they scan it. Ours fucking worked. Like, we were sweating bullets, and they're like, oh, you're good to go. Like, they would scan it and shit. Like, oh, my God. Dude, what? Dude, what? dude we were making fake IDs. We were needing fake IDs. You had to hope your friend had an older brother with an old ID and he looked like him. You know what I mean? My, yeah. Dude, my sister did the same thing, too. But, you know, what's funny is they gave us two in case one got taken. Well, were they from the same county? Yeah. It was the exact same ones. Damn. Yeah. It was just a, a copy of both of them. And I did end up getting one taken away. So. Where at? Um, it was just like adult arcade bar in Portland. I went there. So the first time I ever went there, my homie got his taken and I was with him. <laughs> and he was like the guy at the bouncer point and he's like, yours is fake too, huh? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I already have my back in my wallet. He's like, all right, just go. And I was like, all right, dude, don't call the cops. <laughs> I'm good. Um, second time we went there. I think we got turned away because one of our friends was just too drunk to even like show his ID. So then we got taken away. And then it was this girl I was seeing at the time. It was her 21st birthday, and I was younger. And we were going to go to that bar. I'm looking up the picture or the ID while I look or tell the story. Um, but so I was like, hey, wait for me to go in. We'll go in as a group. I get there. I'm like, hey, where are you guys all at? And she's like, oh, we're all inside. It's like, ah, oh, this bitch. <laughs> it was like, I'm going to have to try to get in all by myself. I was, I was drinking some whiskey. I was like, man, I'm fucking fucked up. And this guy, he's like, all right, come up. So I'm like, all right, I handed my ID. And he's like, you good. And so I like start walking in because I was all nervous and shit. And he still had my ID. And he's like, I still have your ID. And I was like, oh, oh, my bad, my bad. And I like go to grab it. And he's like, it's fake, huh? I was like, huh? <laughs> like, oh, no, and he's like, if you don't leave right now, I'm calling the cops. I was like, see you later, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> see ya. Did you know most bouncers get commission for every fake ID they find? In oh, really? It's like 60 bucks for every ID they get in Portland. Damn. Yeah, so they have, because it, it's an incentive, right, for them to catch fake IDs and actually give a shit. Yeah. Dude, so they're out there, even like on real ones, are like, this is fake. <laughs> yeah. Like this is sixty bucks right here, my wallet. I'm keeping out. I don't care if it's real. Yeah. <laughs> you just gotta see if somebody's nervous. Yeah, yeah. if you're like, no, it's not. You're like, all right. Yeah. If yeah. someone's threatening to call the cops on me, bro, I'm out. <laughs> if I, I know I'm in the wrong. I'm not trying to stick around. What do you That's mean? Here. <laughs> That's so funny. Did you find it? No, not yet. All right, we'll we'll continue on. So uh, a mysterious individual helped the the guy get the money, and then Andrea. Gutig, a detective on the case, 
says that strange a doctor would make a 40 minute diagnosis. The doctor changed her version of the incident. Show me the pic. Tony Sonofo. Dude, you look way Dude, you look like a baby. Dude, he will serve you alcohol? Hell yeah. Dude, dude I want to sell you a fucking lighter with that. You look like a little kid. Yeah, dude. He's like Ralphie from the Christmas story. <laughs> what the fuck? How tall are you in that? Uh, let me see. I was my. I was six foot six. Wow! Imagine the six foot six with that baby. Dude, remember <laughs> the date of birth? How old would I be now? I'd be nineteen ninety five. I'd be twenty five now. Yeah, it's yeah. true. You'd be two years younger than me. Dude, yeah. you look. Huh. Dude, if you were that tall with that face, remember uh, in Thunderdome, the Mad Max movie? They're like. Don't worry, he has the mind of a child. That's what I think of when I see you, the Master Blaster. But see, like, I feel good now because I feel like I still have that face. <laughs> but you've grown into it. No, 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 no. Dude, I would sell you beer now. In that photo, I would have sell you Dude, people, people, when you're like, when you're six foot five, bro, people don't question it if you act confident. That's true. Like, my first time, I was like, here's, here's, here's my ID, sir. Take it, take it, please. Go. I'm, I'm, I'm 18. I gotta go. Damn. <laughs> oh, damn. Anyway. So, the, it's strange that the doctor would make a 40-minute diagnosis, and the doctor changed his version of the incident. Why would a construction worker come into the doctor's office? That's pretty weird. It's how you think about the, the, the airport was under construction. That is not so weird. Yeah, that is not so weird. Yeah. Supposedly, there was a... Did you guys ever find the German documentary that was about this? No. Dude, I never found it, but... And uh, what is his name? Gutig? Yeah. A.G.? He was the one that was like in that documentary and stuff, but I cannot find it anywhere. But I found some places that talked about him and stuff, so. Damn. Weird. So AG said Lars was under the influence of a substance, explained the odd behavior, dilated eyes, and lack of an appetite. There was a prostitute named Betty, Prostitute Betty, which is a classy name. Yeah. Saw Lars just outside of Varna a month after he disappeared. She came forward and said that she had some. Who knows? But his mom has a friend who started taking care of the dad so she could fly to Varna and put up flyers that says to contact the police um, if you find him. And then she contacted the police. She checks the morgue and she's quoted as saying, it's like the earth swallowed him up. Wait, hold up. Did, wasn't his dad dead already? No. No, his mom first went. His, mom, his, his dad wasn't dead. She I thought his dad died two years before this. No, because he was driving home every weekend, the two and a half hour drive, remember? I thought that was after his dad died though. I don't think so, because his mom had to have someone watch the watch the dad while she was flying to check on him. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yep. And so, uh, Germany won the World Cup a week later after he disappeared, and celebrations really made the headlines. So he got kind of lost in the sauce. Shh, 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 shot break. Shh, 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 shot break. Dude, do we have, do we even have anything? Oh, we have this. <laughs> do we have this fucking cookie dough? That I bought for three ninety nine. It's like a vodka. We got some new Gucci shot glasses. Gucci, you guys Gucci, check Gucci. Out. Yeah, we'll, we'll post, post them on the Instagram. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we got one eye light. I still got. I still got. Oscar says enough. Carter, <laughs> all the way. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Carter is a madman. We're gonna get out the sound stuff. equipment, dude. We're gonna report you. All right, all right. Gucci's episode three, boy. Look, Link. Okay. You guys didn't clink. What the hell? Yeah, what the fuck? All right, didn't clink. I was trying to. I was chasing All right. Them. Oh, it's hard to get. Dude, they're pretty good. That shit's not bad. Ugh. Take it. What the fuck? Oh, you dude. just said All right. The beginning? <laughs> it tastes like cookie dough. The after flavor. <laughs> it burns. It tastes like kerosene. Oh, dude, fuck. <laughs> dude, please don't. We drink a whole liter of Please don't make me drink this. Dude, Oh, man. 
<laughs> a liter of vodka down three or four beers each. <laughs> Dude, it's... Uh, Carter, how did you make it seem so good? It actually is kind of good. Compared to the other... Oh, dude. Compared to the other oh. vodka I've had, this is actually pretty tasty. Dude, it doesn't taste like cookie dough at all. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like spicy you- cookie dough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking the cookie My dough. My mouth, dude! Oh! Uh. That shit's the devil, dude. There's a reason they sold that bottle for $3.99. That's a full <laughs> bottle. I still can't believe that. Four bucks? Dude, four bucks. Dude, the Smirnoff was like... Dude, we did that without... We, we, oh, we all did that without a chaser. That's true. It's it pretty was, good for fucking three ninety nine. If we don't need a chaser... All right, dude. Who makes that bottle? Will you read out the dough? It's uh, Pinnacle. Pinnacle. Okay. It's like... Pinnacle cookie dough? You guys are the devil. Ugh. It wasn't good. No, it really wasn't that bad, but... It wasn't bad. I feel warm now. <laughs> yeah, I felt warm before, dude. Yeah, I'm going to feel real warm in about <laughs> 10 minutes. We're also in a hot... If we could be sponsored by... AC conditioning. Yeah, dude. That would be awesome. Yeah, please. Some AC sponsors. That would be cool as hell. So... That's so fucked up. But, uh... So, the investigator found that Bulgaria is much different than Germany because his mom and his friends raised money to hire a private investigator and you know Bulgaria is has a huge population that's poor and the area is a lot more rural and people really didn't hear about this story as much as you think so and two months after the search started some rural, rural police stations didn't even know about the story and part go ahead that's kind of weird but he was in Varna which is like a party city yeah um, so that kind of makes sense. He was like in a party city. I, it makes sense that the, the rural police would not know well, about it that much. Bulgaria is widely, did not widely report the story because tourism is so big there. And oh, the main okay. business would take a hit and really fuck up their economy if they're not making money off of like tourism. So Sandra was constantly going to Bulgaria after that. His mom, who was a victim here, and we're sorry, whenever she could and... The private detective would follow up on all leads, no matter how big or small. And this AG Gutig, uh, he was a uh, bodyguard. Did you see that? No. I don't know what he actually did. So I don't know if different things mean different things in Bulgaria, but he was a bodyguard. And he was like, he gave reference on a film, like some film and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know if he was like professionally like a private investigator. I don't know. I don't know. So in September, on September 3rd, people claimed to have seen him and searchers were fairly certain it was him and that he had to survive on his own for three months after the disappearance. And they put up a reward of 40,000 euro, which is like 47,000 USD reward for any info that would lead to Lars being found. In 2019, five years after the disappearance, a truck driver reported picking him up and he didn't know who he was until some time had passed because he saw like a poster after dropping him off and he uh, he claims to have dropped him off north of Berlin dude if I was a truck driver I'm not picking jack shit up off the road dude truck drivers pick up pictures they're so bored and so creepy I knew this guy his name was Ryan and his dad it's kind of like who's more at risk (laughs) 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 it's a fun game (laughs) so I had a friend Ryan whose dad grew up in Vegas 
and he would hitchhike everywhere. And he said every once in a while you get a trucker that'd pick you up and wait until you're in the middle of the desert and ask for a BJ. And he said his dad would just whip out the knife and be like, let me out. And the dude would just normally let him out. But it's like, I think that shit happens, dude. I think some of those dudes are like creepy and weird. Can you imagine you're just by yourself, though, all day long, just driving in a truck, just thinking about fucking? I bet they're texting, they're looking at their phone, looking at Pornhub. Uh, I bet they're checking out. Dude, they're like driving. eight hours Here's in, and they're like, yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can see they're up so high. That's, That's fucking gross, yeah. Think about a nasty trucker, though. Anyway, so in search yeah. for Lars, they Thank found, you for all the truckers out there. Yeah. We want to be able to get our Amazon subscribe, Prime. Subscribe to us, please, truckers. And in the search for Lars, they found 15 German nationals who were living the vagrant lifestyle, escaping pressures of real life, child support, divorce. And as sad as it is, they wanted to continue that life. So, like, people would call him, like, yo, I saw a homeless man. He's here, here, and here. And they'd roll up thinking it's Lars, and it was just, like, some random... German national who spoke German and was living in Bulgaria, but he's just a hobo. So they like located people by accident while doing this shit. Did you guys see the guy that was, they thought it was Lars. He looked kind of like him, but yeah. he had a beard and stuff. Yeah. And it was like some Canadian guy that had been missing for yeah, five that's, years. That's yeah, that's exactly what I was going to So yeah, a, yeah. a few years later, Sandra went on Bulgarian TV and pleaded for more information. And a photo came forward of a man who looked a lot like her son and he was in Brazil. And the man turned out to be a missing Canadian who was suffering from schizophrenia. He was from Ontario and had hitchhiked all the way to Brazil. His name was Anton Palippa. And How do you cross a border without being Yeah, dude, they said he was barefoot for a lot of his trip, too. He was just shit crazy. Yeah, like going barefoot is pretty common, though. Yeah, I guess if you're a hipster. And and so they uh, they find him. The Brazilian police put him in a cell. Like, not really a cell. They like, hold him and give him a place to stay while they're contacting his family. And he escapes from that, like, hospital area and disappeared into the jungle. And they're like, dude, fuck. But they ended up locating him again, and his brother Stefan came down from Canada, took him back to Canada, where he'd been put back on his medication and is doing much better. And this story gave Sandra a lot of hope for her son. imagine they have police down there, and the brother's like, all right, I'm in Canada. I'm going to go find him, finds him, brings him back. It's like... How bad are the people looking now down there? If yeah. you have to fly from Canada to a place you don't even know and you find them. That's, that's true. Like, God. It's true. like Liam Neeson in fucking France. <laughs> Finding that. Is his daughter taking He's never been to France. That's yeah, true. How does he know where to go? Get under the bed. <laughs> they're going to take you. <laughs> yeah, like, why would you tell her to get under the bed at that point? If they're going to take you, just, like, go. It's <laughs> almost scarier. Right? <laughs> you know what's also scary, like in this case, the video footage actually makes it scarier. Oh, you can watch the videos. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, said he was the most famous missing person for a while. His his missing video had 16 million views. People watched the fuck out of his missing video. Yeah. Dude, it's spooky. Yeah, he's just in the it fucking is. airport and just starts booking it. Drops all of the shit, but did you notice the people around him aren't like, they're not turning their necks to watch him? They keep going like they don't even see shit. That's weird. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the people that he run, he runs by, people carrying their own suitcases and shit. They're like, 
whatever. But dude, have you ever been into a busy area, like a metropolitan area where there's a lot of people? Like, you're not trying to make eye contact. I remember one time I was in this downtown city, and there was this homeless woman who would play classic hits on her iPod and listen to earbuds, and she'd try and play them on a drum, and she'd sing out a tune, and she'd yell at you to try and get you to tip her, and then you'd, like, you'd walk by and like try not to make eye contact, and she would like be singing. What city was it? It was in Boulder, and she'd be like, It's the end of the tiger! She's like screaming at you like, fuck, don't say it. Maybe she's like, hey, you in the blue shirt. It's the guy the time. You have to give this bitch a dollar. She's yelling at you. It's weird. Can we just talk about the fact that Clinton called Boulder, Colorado, a city? Man has never been anywhere. What do you mean? It's a city. Boulder is not a city. What do you think it is? Probably like a big town. It's not a city. A city's... Aren't you from Wyoming? Fuck you. <laughs> Dude, like eight people is a fucking metropolitan area to you. Clint lives in a town with 80,000 people. It's he calls it a city. All right, fuck it. What else would you call it? A town. It's called the city of Grand Junction. No. They don't call it the village. So what do you Grand what do you call LA, Denver, Portland? It's like a metropol- metropolitan area. Like a hub. Clint claims uncultured is what I was getting at. Oh, yeah, Carter. He's so deep in his 23 years of knowledge. Did I ask Carter what his most romantic song he knew of was? He sent me some EDM bullshit. I sent him some Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, dude. Shout out MGK. Yeah, you think some lady's like trying to get married to that walk down the aisle that MG fucking K? What a joke. Dude, MGK wore a dress to his last fucking award ceremony. Yeah, hey, I believe him. Man knows culture. Yeah, culture. Like, he's a culture like bacteria is a culture. <laughs> fucking asshole. Anyway, so this, this story gave Sandra hope that her son's alive. And there's a lot of fucking theories about what happened to this dude. Do you want to talk about it, Carter? Some of the theories they have? Yeah. So one of the theories is he went crazy, and he even went crazier from the booze, fly, medication. But he exhibited no history of mental illness or family history. There's another theory that he was involved in something sketchy, maybe the Bulgaria Mafia. Um, he might have also just pissed off those guys, and they paid people to take him out, which is a very legitimate um, theory. Um, there was also another theory that he wanted to start new and live off the grid. Even though he did have a good career, maybe a good girlfriend that he was serious about. But maybe he just wanted to start fresh. You don't know. Yeah. Um, there's another theory that he was made to swallow drugs and act as a drug mule. Uh, but no drugs were found in bags, so it could have made... it could have, I mean, it could have just been inside him. Um, and doctors thought, thought they were on him, and so he freaked out. Maybe the drugs burst inside him, causing him to OD quickly. Um, but I think if he was OD quickly, they would have found his body. Yeah, but he That's walked true. in the woods. But, like, maybe he was at the doctor's office. But they, they searched those woods like That's none true. fucking others. That's yeah, true. with dogs. But imagine if you're in the doctor's office, you think a cop walks in, and you're like, oh, fuck, they're on to me. And you have, like, heroin shoved in your ass. And you but, take but, off. No, no, no. I, I'm, okay, maybe not in Bulgaria, but I know in the U.S. there's a clause that you should be able – you're able to, like, tell the doctor anything. That won't incriminate you. Oh, yeah, the Hippocratic Oath where they can't report yeah, you. Yeah. Dude, really. the thing is... I don't know if Bulgaria has something like that, but you should, like, in in, in theory, and I mean, you know, the thing, random sketchy shit happens all the time. If you go to your primary care doctor, you should be able to tell them whatever you have done. Like, be like, I am ODing on heroin, and you can't get busted and can't get in trouble for that. Good. Like, your doctor can't report you. Yeah, because otherwise you're not going to say anything. You're just going to Exactly. Die. And, that, yeah, and, and I think the same guy that told you this, was he like 27 when you met him? You were in high school. He drove a Trans Am. He's like, let me tell you something. He was you, hung out on the back wall of our high you, school. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> you, definitely, you definitely can't get her pregnant if you're in water. You know, he's like, she's like, you're like, mm. just have her do drugs. 
Happy Jacks, bro. That'll get it done. Yeah, he so gave me my first cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, the guy. Bulgaria has one of the highest rates of human trafficking. He's on the lab with you. I'm not going to going to reset that. Bulgaria has one of the highest rates of human trafficking in Europe. Cars just funny, but he it's the oldest country in Europe and has not had a name change in its history. It's always been called Bulgaria. But but listen, I think have you guys ever seen Locked Up Abroad? That show where people are in jail, like, and it's that one guy who who used to go to prison. Like, he he spent a lot of time in prison, and now he like circles all of them, right? I don't know. I think we're going to go over the source. Lavender Blood is normally they're just like getting interviewed about their experiences being locked up in different countries. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Anyway, they do a lot of times. Yeah, no, but there's a guy that does that. He went to jail, and now he's out, and so he goes to every single jail and spends a week in them. Damn. And he interviews all the people in there while he's in jail. Maybe I haven't seen that. I don't know. But anyway, he like a lot of these people talk about how they're like in an airport in Philippines, and so he they like go in the bathroom to piss, and someone puts a gun to their head, like, "Yo, you're gonna put this gold up your ass. You're gonna smuggle it, or we're gonna kill you." And what they do is, I would tie them in a pretzel. They they take your they take your ID and they take a snapshot of it on their phone, and then they know all your personal info, so they could track you down in your home country and fucking murder you. Wait, get a fake ID, people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's the website? Let's fake ID.org, baby. That's our sponsor. It's probably a, it's probably a felony. <laughs> it has to be a felony. It's not a felony. Yeah. It's a felony to make it. Yeah, if it's a felony, then Carter was just joking. That's totally no, no, no. Not to use it. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. So we actually looked it up, and it, it it's it's a misdemeanor to use it for purchasing alcohol. It's a felony to use it for like getting loans and like getting all that shit. Was that what you're doing? You're trying sense. to get like a Miata? <laughs> like that? I buy my first home. I got to say. Yeah, see, that, that's where it's a felony. Yeah. Dude, and actually, this is a funny story. When I was telling, because when I was working at the steakhouse back yeah. in the day, we had a bartender there that was, she was like older, 50s, 60s. Yeah. And I was telling her about my fake ID, and she's like, Can you give me one? It's like, It's like, what the fuck do you need one for? She's like, Just wanted to show that I'm a little uh, younger. Dude, this bitch was trying to fucking fool some other guy. Like, she was single. Did you kiss her? Hell no. Why? Wish. But, um, I don't know. I was 18. Bro, that's what I'm trying trying to get scooped up. I'm not a Pornhub scenario. Wow. (laughs) You could have been. (laughs) So, a lot of people think that it has some shit to do with the mafia in Bulgaria. Yeah, that's what I think. Are we going to go into theories? Yeah, go into it. Is that your theory, the drug mafia? I, I have a theory. My, my theory is completely separate from the Bulgarian mafia. All right, tell your Bulgarian yes. mafia. And before <laughs> Carter tells his, I'm going to tell my theory. But you tell the Bulgarian I'm mafia. I'm going to go first? Yeah. So first of all, Bulgaria, the mafia is like super relevant like still today. So back when there was like communism was still uh, ruling Bulgaria and stuff, um, they made a shit ton of money. So they're allies with the Russian mafia, the Serbian mafia, the Sicilian mafia, which is the Italian mafia. Uh, they're in dr- involved with drug trafficking, cigarette smuggling, human trafficking, prostitution, illicit, illicit antiquities trafficking, which, why? Yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah. It just sounds dumb. And then uh, extortion under the cover of security and in, in insurance companies, which is called uh, SIC is a big company. A big mafia company. It's the security insurance company and VIS, uh, Vassal Leave Security. 
which was declared illegal in 1994, but still operating under VIS two. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, VIS is illegal, but let's cook, let's call it VIS two. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's, so it's like I'm thinking coke, but nope, I call it cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine two. Cocaine two. It's illegal. <laughs> There's no shit against it. Uh, VIS and SIC are rival gangs made up of ex-wrestlers, which I think just means, uh, I don't know why it says ex-wrestlers. I think like wrestlers- high school wrestlers? Like, uh, <laughs> no, dude. Or like WWE mascarades. <laughs> I think wrestlers just means mafia, like mafia, like gangsters and stuff. I don't know why they call them wrestlers, but uh, ex-wrestlers, so VIS and SIC are wrestlers, policemen, members of the security apparatus, um, VIS was assassinated, or Vassal Aliev, who started VIS, was assassinated in 1995, and his brother Georgi, another Georgi Aliev, became a new boss, uh, the new boss, but he was assassinated in 2005. So they both made a shit ton of money in the 90s, which allowed them huge influence in the government of Bulgaria. So that's a big thing. Uh, since the fall of uh, since the fall of communism in 1989, there have been more than 150 high rank mafia style contract killings, mostly in Sofia, Sofia, which is the uh, um, biggest city in Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. I guess is what you call it uh, in broad broad daylight, and they mostly use snipers. They shoot those fuckers in the head. Dude, dude. Sofia, dude, the Sofia I knew was this like really cute Latina that was like really friendly. Yep. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So, oh, <laughs> sorry. I thought Clint was gonna say something else. No. Uh, so they snipe those guys. They just snipe them, snipe them in broad daylight. So T I M. I don't know what that stands for, but Tim. Yeah, Tim. Yeah, capital T, capital I, capital M is an organized crime syndicate. Uh, which is in Varna, which is where they were at, third largest city in Bulgaria. You know, and TIM could be a very peaceful organization. Today I meditate. So instead, yeah. <laughs> so instead today of Yeah, so like today, like, all right, I had a bad day yesterday, but TIM, today I meditate. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag TIM. <laughs> That's, That's so good, dude. That's so good. So TIM, the company, is controlled by three veterans of the elite communist area military unit. Uh, Tihamir Mativ, Ivo Kaminov, and Marin Mativ. The abbrevi- oh, that's what it stands for. I, th- I said I didn't know. But anyway, so that's what it stands for. The Sofia Globe, this is where this came from. Two recent headline-making murders in Bulgaria. One of the... Couple shot dead in Sofia in January, and the other businessman. What am I saying? Two people were killed. Oh, two two people. She said it's just a headline from Sofia Globe. That's the name of the web, the newspaper. Oh shit! Sorry. Yeah, no. It just talks about two dudes getting assassinated. So there's like a ton of fucking sketchy dudes in this area. They're like gangsters doing gangster ass shit. Yeah, my bad. Um, I never even heard of Sofia until this. Dude, you never met Sophia, dude? She's really nice. That girl Clint knows. I'm always else to moms, bro. It's cool. No big deal. So, Prime Minister and Minister... If she is, she's going to be so crazy. <laughs> Sponsored by Sophia. Sponsored by Sophia, baby! Uh, Prime Minister... Boyko Borisov gave senior investigators a week to produce a report on progress in the investigation of these two murders. Um... The Varna Organized Crime Group was behind the killings of Maroslav Mankorskov, 
shot dead in Sofia in March 2014, and and he was a uh, oh, and construction business figure Mitko Demyanov and his wife, and they were shot in Varna. Oh no, they were shot in Soviet too, but they own businesses in Varna. I swear, and, the next podcast we need to find a like a story with some easy names. Yeah, Ralph, <laughs> Ralph and Jim. Well, never seen again. Uh-huh. No more Miko Damyanov and no more Borislav Manzikorakov. Yeah, dude. And dude, the reason they're the only ones sketchy shit though. They're the ones doing the sketchy shit. Whoa, hot take, dude. No, 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 no. We don't need more taxpayers. I'm not saying those people. I'm saying people with sketchy names do sketchy shit. That's true. Dude, Carter is a sketchy name. Carter is a dude. Carter's the name of a guy whose dad is a lawyer, and he sells you some bad drugs, and you. That's not sketchy. That's just fraternity. It's an accident. (laughs) (laughs) So there's all these, these all, there's all these, there's all these gangsters in this area, dude. Is your phone going off? (laughs) Did I ask you to fucking mute your shit? Who's calling you? Is your girlfriend? It's my wife, yeah. yeah. He says my wife. He's worried she's going to hear it. My wife. Do you want me to pause it? Yes. Uh, no, it's okay. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll call her back in a minute. The reason I, I, <laughs> the reason I, I put this, I put all this in, so I don't know why I'm messing it all up, but Miko Demyanov and his wife owned businesses in Varna, and this was in uh, January 8th of 2015, and he owned construction businesses and also hotels in Varna. So I'm wondering construction workers that construction worker came into the office or came into the doctor's office and freaked that guy out so i'm wondering maybe he had something to do with it because he was um he was an owner of entertainment establishments establishments foreign exchange bureaus and a hotel he had been facing a large number of criminal charges mostly in the connection of fraud and evasion of value-added tax from exporting cigarettes which yeah. isn't that Sell big of a deal. Yeah, I know. Which isn't that big of a deal, but he's still involved with the mafia. Do you guys want to hear my theory? Yeah, I'll go first. <laughs> you go ahead. Let's go, Carter. I guess I didn't finish mine, but yeah, you go. No, no, oh, no, go, no, ahead, go, go ahead, go ahead. I don't want to pressure. Dude, I'll just I'll just finish mine. Dude, I think Lars, I'm I'm not trying to talk bad on him, but I think he was going to party, he was doing some drugs, maybe he had a connection in Germany, and that guy said, Hey, when you get to Bulgaria you can contact these guys. That's where I get my drugs from because Bulgaria has a lot of drugs. Um, I think one third of, it's not written down, I don't know why I'm looking, but one third of the heroin that comes to the United States is from Bulgaria or goes through Bulgaria. Sponsored by heroin. Yeah. No, not. We're going to get fucking raided. Stop. It's true. It's true. Stop. Anyway. Anyway. So I think that guy in Germany hooked him up with these guys in Bulgaria. That guy hooked up with the guys in Bulgaria when he disappeared at McDonald's from his friends. Because where the fuck did he go? I think he was trying to get some drugs. They were like, hey, um, do some shit for it. I don't, I don't know what happened, but they slapped him. The... Um, Rupture of his eardrum indicates more of a slap, like they're slapping him around, like, hey, fuck you, you know, slapped him around yeah. and stuff. So I think they're buying, I think he was trying to buy drugs from him and they're trying to get him to do something, or maybe he didn't give him enough money or something like that. And so he got in trouble with these guys, and these guys chased him down, and that's who killed him. And why, why would he disappear? Why did they never find the body? The mafia fucking took care of his body. And killed him, or he's like involved in something. 
What do you think, Carter? I think very, very... Okay, so schizophrenia is a very weird... Weird... I don't know if I want to say disorder, disease, but it can come at any time. And it, and it primarily comes between 0 to 25. That's true. You can experience those kind of symptoms early on, and you can experience them throughout life and get treatment for them, or you can get them in your early 20s. That's true. I think with the slap, I think that could have initiated his early onset symptoms of high-level schizophrenia. Yeah. So... Damn. When we talk about schizophrenia too, it's 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 a very 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 sad. It's serious too. Very very serious. Yeah. So what could have happened is that stop could have initiated his early onset um, symptoms of high level schizophrenia, and as we talked about earlier, we know we we talked about that one guy who was in Ontario, Canada, ended up in fucking Brazil. Yeah. You know, they're still high-level functioning adults with a very, very, very serious symptomatic disease that causes very schizophrenic, paranoid feelings of other extraterrestrial or other, you know, sort of outer beings causing physical harm on you, even though it maybe not necessarily is happening, could have led him to disappear into some forest, some other country. He could still be wandering out there with these very high-level symptoms of something with an extraterrestrial or enter or non internal being, yeah, and controlling I, him. I read this thing that said that like because of where they were, and it's like such a rural area outside of that party area, that those townspeople might have helped him and not known who he was, and he could have just traveled through and then like lost his mind and continued on in the forest. Carter, how old did you say this goes to? Like, this goes from zero to twenty five when you can exhibit your first symptoms of high level schizophrenia. Dude, this yeah. gonna, you have two more years of this, Carter. I do. Oh shit! <laughs> well, I hope I hope it works. And when you're when you, when people exhibit these kind of symptoms, they don't feel pain. They don't feel love. Like they don't. All they feel is fear. Carter, have you ever been in love? Yes. Oh wow! All right. But shout out to in love with Carter. But I feel like he could have easily disappeared into a forest, into another country. Yeah. Not know who he is. I mean, we look around in the United States of America today, and we're and we're very saddened by the people that we look on homeless. But sometimes these homeless people, super confused, don't know who they are. Totally. Easily could be missing people that we are just easily walking past. We don't even know. Totally, That's he could true. he could be someone that we walk past every day. We don't know. When I was in high school, there was a guy named Coco. That's what they called him. He's a homeless man. They would buy you anything you want if you buy him one forty. He would co-sign on a house. He didn't give a shit. But if you get him 140, he'd buy you like a bunch of alcohol for 140, which is really fucked up. And his name was Coco. And I don't know if it was because he was like Mexican or if it was a cocaine problem because he had both. One thing I see yeah. too is a lot of people adopt stray or so-and-so stray cats, stray dogs. That could be someone's dog that has been missing for 15 years. And it's just in your house. No one would know. That's true. You know, That's shit true. like that happens all the time. We don't have chips inside us to be able to scan and be like, this is him. Carter, yeah. you would stick out like a sore thumb. You're six foot six. I, I actually have a friend who lives in San Francisco. She lost her mini Australian Shepherd for six months. Her mini Australian Shepherd was stolen outside of a grocery store in the state of San, in the state of California, in the um, in San Francisco, right? So it was like a Whole Foods. She's in front. Of- he was in Whole Foods. She <laughs> tied. She had a dog on her leash. It was a mini Australian Shepherd, six months old at the time. She tied it up outside. Security footage shows this guy pick it up, unleash it off the post, and walk away with it. And that's the last I ever saw. Six months later, it was found in L.A. 
or what is it? I think 15 hours south of San Francisco at an animal shelter. And they were able to identify it because they scanned the chip. Damn. And reunited. Why would they unhook it and then just take it to an animal shelter? Because they were probably using it for dog fighting, this and that. He probably drove from San Francisco to L.A. Probably had some sketchy shit down there. The dog maybe, they were like, whatever, we don't need this dog anymore. Left on the street. Some passerby probably saw the dog and was like, oh, okay, this dog needs to go to a shelter. Brought it to a shelter. It got scammed. Yeah. And then they were able to locate it. Isn't that crazy? Six months went by and she was able to actually find her dog. I have a theory, That is crazy. And I want to tell you guys. I thought about this. Did you guys look at a picture of him at all? Yeah. Did you see what he looked like? He's kind yeah. of a handsome young. He's kind of handsome, yeah. Yeah, he is. He's young, has like the flowing hair. I noticed that he looked like someone we're all very familiar with. He looks just like the guy from Drake and Josh. That's Drake Bell. Look at him. <laughs> he looks just like Drake Bell. That's next to him, next to a photo of Drake Bell. He looks just <laughs> like Drake. Dude, doesn't it look just like him though? But, okay, wasn't Lars a lot younger than Drake? Drake Dude, doesn't look like I saw him and I thought I saw this guy on Nickelodeon We'll post it to the Instagram It looks just fucking like him That's an option I kind of think One of the theories I read that was really cool Was that maybe But the sad thing is that Lars did not find a way He found a way Okay, Drake and Drake and Josh is on Hulu. In case you, you, you want to check out some Drake and Josh, <laughs> that's so funny. But no, I, I think what happened is <laughs> they got involved with drugs, and I think that maybe he was forced to be a mule. The drugs broke him inside of him, and he OD'd, or his friends were spraying the drugs, and he was told to wait back for insurance. Got freaked out. Tried to bail out in the airport. They caught him. Capped him. And his friends didn't want to come forward. But maybe I'm wrong. Those people are victims. See, the reason... I, I, the thing I want to count out about the OD is they would have found the body. So... But, what if, dude, but if he was... If his friends were the mule, they made the drugs deal successful. And then they're like, all right, dude, we're going to send you home. Or maybe he gets scared or something. And things aren't going his way. And then they cap him because he's running. That could happen. I, yeah, I completely agree with the drugs and the mafia and all that stuff. The hard part with that is... There could have been so much stuff. Like we said, the Bayer and Munchen fans could have just paid yeah. the Mafia. Maybe they just knew some guys. Can you imagine hating someone so much from a soccer game? You're like, kill them. Dude, Carter, Dude. I've, I've tried it so many times to get someone to get you, and they just say no. Because they, tra- they charge you. That's because I'm an evader, baby. They, they charge you by, can't get me. They charge by the foot, and you know, I just not want to spend that kind of money. That's <laughs> <laughs> like way. <laughs> they are serious about football. I didn't... Uh, get too far into it but there's been probably six like heads of the whatever football team this was like in Bulgaria that have been assassinated and I don't know why yeah they were like the chairman or whatever but they've been assassinated like five or six of them like a bunch of them have been assassinated by the mafia that they know for sure and there's only been one I think one person maybe charged with like actually convicted from the mafia in Bulgaria. Yeah, yeah they, they say so that they were like thirty three thousand. But the mafia yeah. were probably like, it's nuts. Get him, whatever. Like, Do you think the mafia has health insurance? Dude, how, dude, they don't need it. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> they go to the doctor's office and be like, "Fix me." <laughs> they put a gun in the. Not to mention, healthcare is probably free in Bulgaria. Yeah, this right. guy just walked into the doctor's office. That's true. We're in the United States where healthcare is basically bankrupt. Totally, dude. You, if you ever break your leg, you're fucked. Hope you don't plan on going to college. Hope you don't plan on ever having a cabin. So we don't really know what happened. <laughs> like, whatever theory you think it is, we don't know because we've never found them. 
and uh, yeah. it's it's pretty sad for his mom and stuff. His mom is still alive. This was in 2014, so it's pretty recent. It's pretty recent. And his mom is still looking. So talk about American healthcare, though. Going back, I had to pay 280 dollars the other day because I got bit by a dog and had to check if I had rabies. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Did you have it? No. Was it like yeah? Right, yeah right, okay. okay. So for all my rabies listeners out there, do you know you can exhibit rabies for the next year? You have to pay attention for symptoms of rabies for a year. What's the one of the symptoms? Foaming at the fucking mouth. Oh, fuck, dude. Being you thirsty. It. You got it. No, it has like, like it's like you. It has like very, or something. Yeah, it's like very basic. It's like can't drink water. Get irritated easily. Oh, it's you, dude. You have this. Yeah, I don't drink water. I drink vodka. Hashtag <laughs> Oh, cookie flavored from Pinnacle. Next episode, if I'm foaming at the mouth, call 911. <laughs> Dude, make sure. I know. I want, I want to like re-up on this. These people are victims, and we're sorry to hear what happened to them. And you guys should follow us at Gucci's Podcast <laughs> on Twitter and Gucci's Podcast on Instagram. Send us your drink ideas at Gucci's Podcast at gmail.com. Please do. I'm tired of drinking Pinnacle fucking cookie dough vodka. It's good, dude. And like, rate, review us on Apple Podcasts. That helps a ton. If you want to just leave a review that just says, like, I like ponies or something, that helps for some reason. For all my OnlyFans out there, I do have my OnlyFans. If you want to see Carter nude after dark, follow my OnlyFans. We actually actually do have a sponsor. Do you guys want me to play the ad? We did did get one sponsor. (laughs) Go ahead. All right. Please, everyone, if everyone be professional about this, well, this plays. They've requested that I did. This is the first time me and Jake has heard our sponsor. <laughs> this requires complete down. silence. All right, let me let me play the the audio. Oh, hello there. Are you tired of meeting some young hoser? There's a lot of dirty whores out there. What you need to do is log in to CanadianHumpers.com. You're not going to meet a nice fella at Tim Hortons. You need to log right in to CanadianHumpers.com. You want to bring someone home to your ma. You're tired of fiddling around. Log in to CanadianHumpers.com. You ain't meeting anybody on FarmersOnly.com. Join Canadian Humpers. <laughs> I don't know. Sign her up. CanadianHumpers.com. Canadian humpers, get your hump on, eh? Thanks for listening, guys. Tune in next week. We'll, we'll be here. Oh, hold on, we gotta, we gotta, we're gonna play the game, and somebody's gonna read the story. Oh shit! Yeah, we gotta figure out the game. All right, who did you? Who wrote the story this time? You wrote the story. I wrote the story. It's All right, me, me, and Carter are gonna rock paper scissors, and the loser has to read this. Bring story. it on, bitch! Just take a shot and then read the story. Oh, you fuck, fucks. dude! Please, that's gonna be a heavy shot. Will you please pour light? You lost? No, it's filling all the way up to the top. <laughs> oh, 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 we got to No, you lost. No, 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 let's play. Let's play, let's play. I, I pulled scissors. Clinton pulled no, paper. Fuck, <laughs> let's play for real. Sorry, I thought we were... Best no, we thought we both had to take one. That makes sense. No. One out of one. Why do you keep throwing your hands on Let's fucking go, dude. Rock, paper, scissors, throw. On three? Um, did we say rock, paper, scissors, shoot? Or rock, paper, scissors? Rock, paper, scissors. Just okay. go. Rock, rock paper, scissors. It's best no, three. I did one out of one. Drink. I said best of three. I said best of three. I said best of three. Oh, this fucking asshole. Rock, paper, go. <laughs> let's go, let's go. Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Boom, I beat you twice, dude. Fucking you little punk ass. Take your ass back to Wyoming. Stupid ass bitch. Only Why on the planes? He only picked rock because he couldn't figure out how to dude, form push, the other. He couldn't drink it. He couldn't figure out how to form the other fucking drink. Pour it thick, dude. All the way to the top. Yeah, son. All right, now slam it. God, poor guy. He's six foot six, dude. He's going to be died. I'm sorry, Carl. I know. It's cookie dough. 
Anyway, that's your nickname. Cookie Dog! <laughs> you know what we should do? What? We should pause it real quick. Okay. <laughs> Can you see it? Go. When I turned 16, I got my driver's license. I felt like a man freed from prison. Any chance I had to get out of the house, I would take it. Hanging out with my friends, getting food, or just cruising around for the hell of it. So it's not surprising when my friend Sam, who lived maybe 10 houses away from mine, I don't know, maybe 11, called to ask if I could hang out, and I said, Oh, hell yeah, and proceeded to drive the 10 seconds to his place. Sam's house was on the other side of the street from mine. So when I pulled up, I would usually park, you know, against the curb in the front. But technically, I mean, I was facing the wrong side of the street. This was lazy, but it was a pretty quiet neighborhood, so it wasn't a big deal. When I pulled up, Sam's dad came out of the garage, which is where he usually was at when he wasn't at work. So we chatted for a bit, and then I headed inside to hang out. We ended up watching The NeverEnding Story, which is basically a story about a horse dying. It's really sad. It was a bad movie, but we had a good time making fun of it. Afterwards, we played Super, Smart, Super Smash Brothers for a couple hours. At this point, it's probably close to midnight. Sam's dad came into the room suddenly and told me that I had left my lights on. I was surprised, so I jumped up and said goodbye to my friend. I needed to get home anyway. Sure enough, when I walked outside, the lights on my Jeep were on, which was strange because it was still light out when I got there. Also, Sam's dad had been in, out in the garage with the garage door open. I thought it was weird. He hadn't noticed my lights were on until <laughs> midnight. <laughs> For some reason, I got the chills seeing my juice sitting there with its lights on in that quiet and otherwise pitch dark neighborhood. This is starting to sound like a porno. Anyway, as I started walking, I noticed something out of the corner of my eye. When I turned, I saw an incredibly skinny, tall figure. I immediately stopped in my tracks. Whatever or whoever this was looked very unnatural. They were standing at a house down on the edge of the sidewalk with his feet right on the edge of the people grass. The only thing in front of him was a dark yard and a fence. I had no idea what he was standing there for. He never looked at me, but he suddenly turned away from me and started walking really eerily fast. His movement seemed mechanical and twitchy. It wasn't walking like a human. The figure began to fade away in the darkness. He was walking the opposite direction of the lights from my car. I gathered my wits and ran to my car and to turn it around so I could see what that thing was. But by the time I turned around, it was gone. I had a hard time falling asleep that night. I was thinking about the figure that goddamn dead horse. I heard my dad in the kitchen. He must have been getting a drink, I thought. But then I heard my door crack open and realized the tall creepy figure had been heading toward my house the last time I saw it. Dot, dot, dot. What was it? Slender Man. Is that a true story, Jake? That's a true story. Damn. Yeah, That's I don't crazy. know if it's Slender Man, but that Jake, really take your happy, take your dude. haunted PC away from me, <laughs> bro. Dude. Carter was slurring his words. He's been drinking. We all drinking. It's a really good time, dude. Do you, you know? Do you know? Are you not slurring your words? No, I'm not slurring my words. All right, the Break these shot glasses. Oh, dude, you know, we guys we should post the stories on our uh, somewhere somewhere if you guys want to see the stories that we read. Yes, oh, so yeah. we will post. We'll yeah. find a place to post them. Dude, Carly, that was great, dude. That was, <laughs> was smart. <laughs> I was laughing the whole time. So <laughs> I, I have a story about the never, never ending story. Real quick before we go, I had a bunch of roommates and we were all living in a house together. It was like Lost Boys, and we, we New Year's was coming up. And we wanted to chill New Year's, so we rented. We went to Hastings back when Hastings was open, and we rented the Never Ending Story. And we brought it home, and we started drinking, and we had all this food made. And then a roommate shows up with all these people, and just like an impromptu party happened. And we stayed up, dude. We tried to stay up so late, and like by the time the party ended, it was already 2.30, maybe 3 at night. 
And then everyone left. I was like, dude, let's watch the Never Ending Story. He's like, fuck yeah, my buddy Brady. Dude, so we pop in the Never Ending Story, man. Dude, and we realize we got the Never Ending Story 2. And we're like, fuck, the Never Ending Story 2 sucks. And so, like, I put this fucking DVD back in its case. And I was, like, super pissed off. And the next day, I went over to my mom's house on my way back to Hastings. And I set the DVD on, like, top of her entertainment center. And my aunt was at my mom's house. And she's like, what? You got the Never Ending Story? Let's watch this shit. And I was like, nah, it's not the Never Ending Story. It's in the wrong case. It's the Never Ending Story 2. She's like, damn, the Never Ending Story 2 sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all I Story. The Never Ending Story. Just like this podcast. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, guys. I really appreciate it. Gucci's episode. Follow us on our stuff. Gucci's podcast, please. Love you guys. Love you too.